1: Hello and welcome to the first Tender Loving Care of 2023 with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time is an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the Wheel of Shame which has all 113 shows that we will be studying. Kate, we have so much to discuss.
0: I know it's been a while. We had our little holiday break, which I think was well needed, like well deserved. But
1: we're back, and there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on in our world. Listen, and we're not talking about Kate Night's personal life because compa- I mean, when we talk about our worlds, we're talking about Bravo. We're talking about TLC. We're talking about celebrity gossip. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, we had a little bit of a break. It was wonderful. Listeners, I hope you had a great time off. If you had time off from work, hopefully you did. And school, whatever you're doing, wherever you are, I hope you had a wonderful little break. Um, Kate, it is, uh, as you know, listener, I'm in Los Angeles. Kate is in Austin, Texas. Right now, LA is collapsing all around me. It has been pouring rain. And when I mean pouring rain, I'm from England, okay? I can talk about pouring rain. It is torrential rain all day and tomorrow it's supposed to be worse than it is right now. It's (sighs) insane, dude. It is insane. I keep getting alerts on my phone that's like another sinkhole, another two cars in like Chatsworth, which is I think kind of like outside LA, but still LA County, has a whole sinkhole and two people's cars have just collapsed into it it's bananas. I I forgot
0: about sinkholes. That's terrifying. So sinkholes are just like a pier, right? Yeah. The, the, the road, you know, gets broken down and it all just gets kind of sucked down.
1: Guys, I can't even tell you what it's like here. It is really insane. I keep hearing siren after siren. We were just recording something else and we had lightning and thunder. It is, (gasps) um, it's Cuckoo, right now it's really strange. And guys, L.A. does not function like a normal city in any capacity in any way ever. Nope. So, but with rain, it shuts down. Like there is nothing going on. Like it no. is shut down to the ground. They cut. Ca- people are just stranded. It's insane. Um, but Kate, we have so much going to. I don't even know what to start. I want you to just tell the listener the fact that you just told me.
0: Oh yes. So I was looking at our stats. Uh, We have, you know, various websites. We can kind of track our rankings and Uh things. And we recently were listed as the number seven TV review podcast in Sweden.
1: Guys, (laughs) I want to say... All I know is in Swedish. That's all I know. Um, but that isn't thank you. I think that's hello, how are you? Um, But thank you, whoever is listening to us in Sweden. You are amazing. We see you pop up. We see, like, you know, we've spoken about how we love to stalk the stats. Stalk the stats. Mm-hmm. So i love to see all the countries and cities. Don't worry, we don't have your addresses or else we would be turning up there, sending you thank you notes. We don't have that. But we do have the cities. and. It's amazing to see all of you, like all around the world. It is so cuckoo bananas, and we love it. 33 countries, Kate. 33 countries, a show is listening. I know. So we have a ton of stuff that we want to do this year for you guys. It's going to be bigger and better than last year. We started this podcast on the 1st of March last year. So we're coming up to a full year and it's been a wild ride. We have so much that we're going to accomplish this year. We're very, very excited. Just a little recap before we get into everything we want to do. We have our new schedule is posted on tend- on our Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. Tuesday, we release our recap of Ninety Day Fiance happily ever after, and then shifting because that's ending, shifting then to uh, Ninety Day Fiance the other way. So we're going to be reviewing that. That's going to be out every Tuesday. That is going to be unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Wednesdays, you have us doing our regular show where we pick two shows from the Wheel of Shame. Um, that's going to be every Wednesday, and on Fridays for our Patreon members. Five bucks a month. I mean, you're going to spend that tomorrow morning on a coffee. Five bucks a month. You get our show on Patreon exclusive to you that covers Bravo show Love Without Borders. And holy shit, it's good, dude. I love it It so much. It is so insane. They basically grabbed a load of Americans, threw them in countries they have no idea about, and told them they need to fall in love with someone. It's (laughs) unbelievable. (laughs) Believable. so Kate and I have that out every Friday as well so sign up to our Patreon you get three shows a week from us three shows it's amazing all right um Kate there's a couple of things we have Bravo news we have TLC news we have Mm. Jen Shaw has been sentenced to six and a half years (sighs) in prison and she was wearing that camel cape when she went in she what do you think of the sentence of six and a half years Jen Shaw uh, Jen Shars, everybody who does not know, which I'm pretty sure you do if you're listening to this, is a cast member of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Six and a half years. What do you think? So
0: I've obviously read a lot about this. Uh, we're both completely obsessed with this news. Sure, sure. The news. Um, so I was thinking about it and I think I agree with the people who are saying that it makes sense for her sentence to be a, a little bit Less for her to get out a little earlier because she'll have more years to work and pay back people. Pay people back. I was (sighs) like, okay, I can see that logic. But Um, then you read, then you read,
1: then you read these, then you read. They couldn't even list the amount of people or read them out in court that she stole from. Yep. And the text message that was revealed where she was laughing that a woman was crying about losing all her money from this scheme. It's so awful. Jen, I, you know, Real House of Salt Lake City is going on right now. We're watching it where she's still protesting her innocence. Her mother cashed in her. I mean, you read her closing set, her sentence after being, uh, her, her um, statement after being sentenced in court, and it's just her crying about her family. Like, she doesn't give a shit about those victims. Not for a no. single second does that woman care. No. So she's going to be in there and she'll get out probably in three years. But that's, it's totally. all too short. She's, she's, yeah, she's a terrible person. She did terrible things. Yeah. And that's, that's it. There is some news that has broken. And Kate, I don't even know. We're going go happy now. Go happy. There is news that broke tonight. Tonight. We're filming this. Right, we're recording this, guys, right now. And the record... The what has broken is I'm gonna read this to you. There has been an announcement you may know because I know you are up on everything. Kate. I do not put anything past you um, but I sorry, give me a second, hey guys. I need to get this Okay, so it has bravo has announced. <laughs> i'm so excited it has announced the new lineup for real um housewives ultimate girl trip season four the cast you are not ready for who is in this you're not ready it is someone so far from the past so iconic that you are gonna you're gonna piss your pants we have okay Vicky Gumbleson from OC. If you Gretchen, say LVP,
0: I'm gonna no, just,
1: Okay, Vicky Gumbleson, fine. Gretchen, which no. will be great. That'll be great. That'll be really good. Gretchen, Brandy from um, Beverly Hills. Camille amazing. from Beverly Hills. Great because they all cause drama. I'm fine. Yep. Phaedra, great. Who's oh, yeah. who's Richard? <laughs> Never forget. She's so- <laughs> she's amazing. Eva, amazing, from um, Atlanta. Now, I I didn't know that when they do Ultimate Girls Trip, they reuse people from Ultimate Girls Trip. So I didn't understand that they did that, but they have, Uh because all of these people, apart from Gretch, because Vicky's been on it, Brandy's been on it, Phaedra, Eva. Now, the next one that I'm going to tell you, and it's the only one from Roni, from Real Housewives of New York, you are going to blow your mind. Alex McCall is coming back from Australia. Alex McCord. I was,
0: Alex
1: I was McCord. thinking. That. I was thinking that. I was like, please be Alex McCord. I have please. no clue. Guys. But you listening that are Bravo fans, understand the weight that this carries. <laughs> Dave Quinn, who is a Bravo historian like ourselves, who wrote the unbelievable book. If you have not read it, it's not all diamonds and rose. He basically went back on every single season, interviewed every single cast member, like every, he did everything. The only person he couldn't get was Bethany, Nene. And Alex McCord, and he says out of them, he goes, the only one that I was really disappointed was Alex McCord. She would not be interviewed. She would not do anything. And she, they must have paid her a packet because I still follow her on Instagram, guys. If you do, she, her, and Simon now live in Australia. They have for years. Children are all grown up. They're no longer climbing on people's laps at expensive dinner tables. Alex went and got a master's degree, working on her doctorate in psychology. She's working with Alzheimer patients. Like she's Alex. Um, uh, Simon has got rid of the red leather pants, and he's now a lawyer. I mean, their lives have changed so much. They're dead ordinary people, like doing, but they're doing great things. She is going to be back oh. on Bravo. I am. Um, I can't tell you how happy. Where
0: Where will she be bringing her Herman Monster shoes? Oh,
1: even Louis Tom makes mistakes. I mean, if we have. I, I it doesn't say where they're going. Oh, the last cast member, by the way, is Caroline Manzo. That's the last one. Oh, okay. So the only thing I'm disappointed about with Alex being there is she's the only New York. I would have loved another New York with her from the era if a look If Lou had been cast with her, Kate, because I'm upset that we don't, uh, there's two from Atlanta, two from OC, two from Beverly Hills, and then Alex and Caroline. I'd love another New York in there. They must have tried to get another New York. Lou would have been, maybe they were filming or something because they may be filming. You see, you got to, because there's no Potomac at all. So Potomac must be filming when this Mm. is filming as well. Mm Mm-hmm but Alex McCord is back. I so I I'm lost. I don't even know what to say. Uh, I I I can't help but just wish Lou. Dude, can you imagine Lou and Alex? I I can't. Uh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna so be excited.
0: That's going to be good.
1: Um the TLC news. <laughs>
0: Wait, one more Bravo, yeah, Lisa Rinna. I need your thoughts
1: on Lisa Rinna leaving oh, and uh other one diana's out as well which we all knew she was going to be out anyway oh, yeah yeah no one really cares rina you know before i came and recorded the potty today i was re-watching <laughs> old beverly hills <laughs> and because that's what i like to do guys if i'm not watching shit tlc i'm watching old housewives i will go through from the beginning from jill zarin on new york I will go to Cindy Bar Shop. I will go back to those days of New York. Then I'll do a little wander around the cities. I might do some New Jersey when Teresa is taking the entire family to Italy and all the girls are dressed the same and they're walking up these massive Italian hills and she's wearing like five inch heels and she's, you know, throwing out sprinkle cookies. I will go to all of these times and eras of the ladies, of the gals. And I chose Beverly Hills recently and Rinna I remember how much I liked Rinna and it's a shame when she first came on she was a breath of fresh and I was like okay all right this is good you know she's gonna be fun she's gonna be and she used to come into a restaurant that I managed in Beverly Hills years ago and she was so fun she was never not in a work in workout gear always working out but um unbelievably thin as well as you can imagine um but she was always very nice and she had a great energy and she was fun and I liked her and she was cool. And, but what this show has done, let, that, she, that not done to her, but what she has allowed it to do to her and how her ego has grown. Yeah. I was rewatching the Denise Richard season when <sighs> they turned on her. I, that was her friend. She really did destroy a friendship of like 20 years for that show for drama. She That's let sad. that, she just destroyed that relationship. And I always loved, Denise was amazing. She was oh, yeah. so nice. Um, and yeah, she just destroyed it. So bye, Rinna. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Like she's she's become a very nasty individual. Very nasty.
0: I completely agree. It was her time to go. And I feel like her being on the show was just, she was kind of blocking real drama from happening. It felt like- she was never
1: not acting she was always acting it was always a performance always a
0: performance she's erica's guard dog oh you know and i i think that with her gone if they can do some you know genius casting somehow to have good foil for kyle and i i think yeah i think it really needed that the 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 show so yeah yeah
1: I agree. They're definitely going to keep Erica on because they need her for the, she needs the check and they need the, um, they want that playing out, you know, they want to play, see what plays out with her. So they're going to keep her on. Oh, but yeah. Um, yeah, that Diana was such a waste of space. I, I was I had such high hopes for her because she has such mega wealth that you right. thought, oh, this is what we need, this injection of serious wealth again in Beverly Hills. Kooky, she might be a little bit kooky. What a flop! She was such yeah. a flop, man. You just
0: got the young singing husband. Asha, never son forget, husband.
1: guys. If you have a spare fifteen minutes before you go to bed tonight, or wherever you are right now, maybe you're bored at an office job and you want something to look at. Pull up your phone as you're listening to us, and go over to Ash's Instagram. He did a series. No one asked for this. He did a series. Of live performances against CGI dragons and he's dressed as a knight I'm just gonna leave that there because when I tell you it is one of the most bizarre hilarious mind-blowing things you've ever seen in your life I'm not exaggerating go and see that um
0: I bet I bet Libby could do that too with budget. She could.
1: She probably to could. To transition
0: to transition to TLC. TLC. <laughs> yeah. f-
1: and and to the potty. So Instagram, the last thing I did want to let you guys know is Kate, do you do you remember that i had mentioned a couple of episodes ago about how there is no shame with us. I mean, we will promote and push this podcast to the ends of earth, right? Of course. We want everyone, we'll, we'll sell our souls, we'll sell <laughs> anything to get this podcast to um, to be at the level where we're going on tour, that we have the merch, that we have the hundreds of thousands of listeners. That's where we're at. That's what we're doing. So I had mentioned to you that I may or may not- May or may not have left a couple of comments on some Instagrams about top podcasts trying to promote us. Well, I'm at it again. Um, so the the New The New uh. Yorker magazine, respected, honored, like a really great magazine, had an Instagram had an Instagram post that said the best podcast of 2022 by Sarah Larson. Now for some reason Sarah didn't didn't mention Tender Love and Care podcast. So I put it upon myself to Odd. go to the comments. So strange. I put it upon myself to go to the comments. My personal account. <laughs> You're right there, Kate. This is from, so funny to me. From my personal account and I wrote. I'm so. Ch- <laughs> i so shocked that at Tender Loving Care podcast <laughs> didn't make the list! Exclamation point! Truly, one of the funniest takes on TLC reality TV insanity! Exclamation point! I posted it. No shame. Oh, and, oh, you know, we didn't get a ton of feedback from it, but I will mm. say thank you to franson.jill who liked our comment. Whoever oh. you are, Jill, thank you so much. You liked my comment on The New Yorker tagging my own podcast to try and promote it. That's,
0: so, a, good,
1: that's a good PA. Jill, Hard thank you work. so much um so hopefully next year kate will be on that list that is our goal next year the new yorker will have 10 to 11 care podcast so, we'll see
0: who gets the last laugh there yeah we'll
1: see sarah larson <laughs> he gets the last laugh. <laughs> anyway back to these award-winning shows we're going to discuss Top journalism, top I love, journalism. I love
0: your comment stories. They really, really Oh, get me to laugh.
1: dream. Okay, Kate, why don't you? I know it's been a while, guys. You probably forgot what we are going to review. Kate, why don't you go into our first show and the synopsis for mm-hmm. that said show? okay
0: one moment i accidentally had the 90 day fiance one pulled up
1: yes we remember we are doing 90 day fiance happily ever after which the tells are insane guys so listen to our our episode that we released on tuesday it's very very good oh i can't believe we're back at it i feel like i'm you know it's raining outside i'm in cozy cozies. It feels atmospheric. It feels right. It feels crisp. still got my Christmas tree up. I haven't put any of that away. I was supposed to do that today, but oh well. I have a lot of TV to watch. A lot of TV. All
0: right. Sorry. I think maybe you sent the 90-day one in both emails, or maybe I'm just missing it, but ah! I'm Googling it right now. I'm so sorry. Everyone. Oh,
1: okay. No worries. No worries. Um, or I can just resend it to you. What's easy... Did I send that? I did send that to you twice. Guys, we... Tech tech is not always my friend. I'm usually okay with that. Usually okay. Um, Why did not I read the first one? Then you read the second one if you want. I'll send this to you.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Okay. All right, guys. So the first show up is My Big Fat Fabulous Life. <clears throat> now, remember, I always like to uh, present this as um, it is going to go on my voiceover reel. Anyone that would like to contact me for voiceover reels, please do voiceover work. Dancing her- oh, sorry, let's start that again. all right, three, two. dancing her way through the haters, Whitney is embracing her body in a world that judges people by their size. She navigates both career challenges and relationships snafus with her vivacious personality, a sense of humor, and an abundance of courage. Boom, that's it that's going on the reel that one as well. Very it's real, It's bursting at the seams. It's robust it's robust <laughs> veep uh it's a veep reference all right my big fat, fabulous life kate we chose season okay so this started in 2015 10 seasons kate and i chose season one and season eight we wanted to do one to ease us in and eight i chose because i knew just from all the bullshit stuff i follow reality tv that there was like drama in season eight with her and some boyfriends so I was like let's do those seasons Mm. now I was pretty harsh shock about what I thought the show was going to be I was like this is going to be ridiculously boring it's going to be her being like I'm big I don't care whatever whatever I have to say that uh, my mind changed in this Kate what about you
0: okay I was pleasantly surprised that she does have an entertaining enough personality to carry a show, which is more than we could say for a lot of these families on this network. Absolutely. And she was charismatic and
1: Mm -hmm. uh, compelling at times. Look at that. Kate, you should write a review. I mean, charismatic and compelling. Beautifully said for her. I mean, she would like that a lot. So we're introduced to her. She moves, Whitney is her name. She moves back home. She's moving back home. She's 380 pounds. She's living with her mother, Babs, and her father. And the other main player is some beautiful Pomer- a Pomeranian, um, which is so beautiful, and some kitty cats, which is so stunning, um, and her best friend, Buddy and some other friends that come around. But those are people we're discussing. And by the way, we should add as well, we're talking about this. Her mother died recently. Did you know that, Kate? I saw
0: something yeah. and it on it. Oh, yeah, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, her mother passed away. I think it was like end of last year. So that was very sad watching this and knowing mm. that she was a great character. Oh, yeah. Um, and she, Whitney's very, very close to her mom and her dad. And she's a brother as well. And this guy, Buddy. So we find out about her and her whole background is interesting Um, because as I say, she's 380 pounds and she's very overweight. And she, as she says, and she says, she's very, she doesn't feel healthy. She feels heavy. She's got a lot of problems. And she said, but I wasn't always like this. I was a dancer. She goes, I, she said she was something like 115 pounds when she went into secondary school or, or something like that. And I was like, well, went into college and I was like, whoa okay so I'm thinking was there trauma was there something that happened and she was diagnosed with a uh, polycystic ovary syndrome and I remember my friend had this as well and it is so it doesn't always manifest the same way for everybody that has it but how it can manifest and has done with Whitney it's so cruel it is excessive weight gain very hard to lose the weight And also excess hair growth, like on your chin and on your, actually everywhere. It's a terrible, terrible thing to get.
0: And then the hair on your head thins.
1: Yeah. It's a a terrible disease. Yeah. Really not.
0: I know. I, I think they said two thirds of the women are overweight that yeah
1: have it. yeah and, it, and they just gain weight so quickly that's what she says it's like very very fast and very mm-hmm. very hard to lose so it's it's a, such an awful thing to have um mm-hmm. so she said you know I went from being a thin girl and then I was suddenly chunky and then I was fat and then I was overweight and then I was morbidly overweight and this is where I am now And she said, so I was, she was somewhere else working. She I decided to come home and just be with my parents, which looking back now, I'm so glad she did all of this with her mum passing away. I mean, you know, it's it's nice that she's got extra time with her. So we meet the mum and dad and there are a lot of reality TV stars or people that get their shows, I should say. And they try to make their parents be a thing. Like, be quirky, be whatever. And I hate yep. that shit. Like, Lisa Rinner with her mum, who also passed away recently, but she was also being like, Lois is this and Lois is that. And she was a really nice woman, but she was always just trying to make her quirky or whatever. Right. But Babs, like, her mum is genuinely like, unfortunately was, i say was, genuinely just such an, an eccentric character. She was Southern, so she had a little bit of this going on. Yes. She only ate soup. <laughs> she only ate soup. And she loved her pom-poms. This is what got me so much because... I mean, I, I have my Pomeranian and Pomeranians are my love. And she she has a Pomeranian who, uh, actually it's Whitney's Pomeranian, but her Pomeranian had passed away and they were going to do a little memorial, which I thought was beautiful. I didn't realize it was a year later that she was doing it. And she was, they all dressed in black and they went out in the rain and, and it was just so beautiful the way she was honoring her pom. And she was very kind of eccentric about it, or it reminded me exactly how, of, how I am but it was just so it was so wonderful and lovely and she's quite a kook like she's got a really she has great energy to uh I, I she was great effortless
0: one-liners yeah. I mean yeah she, she just had these lines that I wrote down I think I took a video of one of them because it made me laugh so hard so she and she is more sympathetic to Whitney's um situation than the father
1: absolutely the father as whitney kind of describes very old school southern well you just lose the weight you stop eating you exercise more that's it do it there's no reason you've got to be thin you've got to get this shit you know very direct like that how are
0: you going to get a husband you yep. have to you have to get a husband and the longer you stay fat fewer options you'll have yeah how are you going to have kids and a family and da da da, da, da. yeah
1: yeah very much like that um so you know there was a that that we that was our kind of introduction then there was buddy so buddy is an old friend of hers that she had known and then was reintroduced to again because he was delivering pizza and she was like oh I know you and then they became like friends again and they did hook up for a little bit but relationship didn't really happen but what we figure out is that buddy's still in love with her very much in love with her um we go through the first season of lots of kind of tropes that we see a lot with TLC she does like a plus size fashion show she's going on date she goes on a date with this guy that was a real fetish like fetishizing her weight which was oh God because she, she was, was saying you know I'm trying he was a feeder right he was she was like look just so you know I don't know if you know you like bigger girls and he's like yeah I do and he goes she goes okay but I on a path to lose weight like I don't want to be this size I'm going to lose weight and he goes well I wouldn't mind if you gained weight and she's like nope and she says she deals with that a lot um wait wait went, wait speaking Whoa. of
0: feeders we haven't talked about Thousand Pound Sisters premieres this month in like it does in like 10 days I think speaking of you I just I thought of Tammy and her know. feeder boyfriend I didn't know well who's well, not married now she's married to someone else, but she had all these feeder boyfriends before. That's so true. So I
1: didn't know that's coming
0: back. New season, new season this month. Anyways, we can get Should back. We... I had to tell you.
1: Wow. Okay. That's huge because she's been in that facility, Tammy, and she's lost a ton of weight. That new photo, ton. Oh, yeah. I'm Amy's, married. Amy has
0: two kids now, I
1: think. Yep. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. What's going on? Um, Anyways. So good point. Yeah, we've got we got <laughs> yeah. that coming up. Yeah, um, uh, we see her going to the beach for the first time in a very long time and you see people's reaction to her and her weight and a woman's taking photos of her. I mean, it's that. Uh, to go and first of all, I'm thinking of the woman's point of view that's doing that what possesses you to think oh that like i'll just do this like she was just stood there openly with her phone pointed at her taking photos so cruel because and then well
0: people, people either look completely through you like you're invisible when you're that overweight or they just treat you like you're not even a human
1: it's like, like a, s- a sideshow yeah it's like a yeah. sideshow freak yeah and she goes that woman's just taking photos of me it was a really odd odd thing and she does there's another scene where she has like some one hurling like abuse at her out of a car when buddy's with her and buddy goes to defend him and she lives in a really small town so they all kind of know each other i think um then we see there is one thing that comes up in the first couple of episodes which is about her car her car is so disgusting. Her parents, are like, you know, you got it. If you're living here now, you got to clean your room, you got to clean your car, all of this stuff. So, there's this kind of constant battle of her being like, I hate to use the word lazy because uh, unfairly overweight people are always kind of associated with being lazy. Um, but they battle with her about her not being tidy and she's not. Her car was disgusting disgusting it was old food wrappers shit she bags clothes then her room was appalling dude this is like, how old is she? She was like 30-something, right? Yeah, she was in her early 30s, I believe. Yeah, at the beginning and of this. And this was
0: 2015. It was so bad. I rem- Do you remember when she's getting ready for the date and her mom and her friends are in there helping her get ready? Oh, God. And she's telling her mom, I might bring this guy home. And her mom's like, with all this debris
1: around, it was and awful. Yeah, the yeah. bed wasn't even made; like it was just, just <laughs> no oh, duvet. There was no duvet. That no, I think in that house there duvets, yeah. but the bed wasn't made. <laughs> I just, I was so. It was really bad. Um, but the whole so we're seeing kind of things like that. So she is, and the, the parents, are like, you've got to help us out. So there was a lot of like that kind of battle going on. And then mainly it's about her wanting to dance again. Yep. And her background was dancing, she did a ton of it. And unfortunately, you know, gaining the weight just didn't help her and she stopped dancing. So now she's like, I want to get back into it. And the reason she's got this show is because she had a viral video, her and her friend were dancing, and they put it up on YouTube and it went viral. And then TLC got in touch with, because it was like Fat Girl. She named it like Fat Girl Dancing. And then that's how she got a TV show, dude. For 10 seasons. From one video, TLC got in touch with her for 10 seasons. The money she's made, that is due to one video she put on YouTube. Life is nuts. You never know what's around the corner, guys. Amazing stuff can be around the corner, I'm telling you. That's what she got. 10 years, or 10 seasons. Insane. So she's like, I'm going back into dancing. So you see her kind of running some dance classes and things like that. And then this really random thing happens. So someone finds her and on her social media and says, you know, I'm big too. And I'm having a wedding. Would you come and choreograph a dance my wedding? So Whitney agrees to do this. But she isn't paid for it. And it's like six hours away. So she like pays. This is at the very beginning of her of this whole TLC journey. So she goes, Well, I thought it would be really good for me. So yeah, I'm driving there. Yeah, I'm paying for the hotel. And yeah, I'm gonna go and choreograph this for her, but I think it'll be good for me, whatever. So she goes there and she meets with a woman. And then she choreographs it and is like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow on the day of her wedding. She goes back to this hotel and she does something which really skeeves me out. You know, if you're staying in a hotel, they have that cover that's like over the sheets, which you know you don't touch. You know, that thing at the end of the bed, right? Yes. She wrapped herself in it. And I felt so so nauseous. That thing, I don't know what it is. There's a very derogatory term, which I'm not going to say out loud that they give to that blanket, but I'm not going to say that, but it is just, you don't touch that black. that what it's not even a blanket. I don't know what it is. It's disgusting. And she wrapped herself in it. If you took a black light to that, please don't. I can't. It makes me so ill. It makes me so ill. Um, so, she's there and she has this friend, which I don't have the name of. You may do, Kate. But when she's in this room and she's, she's, she's like, she's my best friend, but I also pay her to kind of be like a PA for me. So she calls her. And this woman has a regular job and is a friend. She calls her and she goes, can I pay you to drive here and massage me? And she's like, oh, Whitney, I don't really want to do that. This was a side of her that I was like, this is kind of gross. And she's like, look, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. But you're the only one that can like massage my feet properly. Can you come here? I'll pay for your gas and you can come to the wedding with me tomorrow. And this girl's like, oh, okay. So she, this woman gets up at like 3am 3 3 a.m. and drives like six hours to go and meet Whitney and massage her feet in a hotel room. It was really gross. I was like, oh, dude,
0: seriously. Ugh, I don't like I, that at all. I would never do that. I'd be like, hell no and hang I up. Know,
1: <laughs> I know. Exactly. Um, And then she gets a text from this bride being like actually forget about it i don't want to see you anymore and i don't want you to come to the wedding it was such a weird i don't know what happened i think this woman reached out to her tlc organized for whitney to go and do this and then the woman was like i don't want to be on tv and i actually don't want to do this dance and just cancelled on it
0: very bizarre That sounds like probably what happened. She was like, I think that I think happens a lot with these shows. Yeah, People are just like, actually, no. I don't want to do
1: it. Yeah, she was like, I don't want this all on film and I don't want to do this dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another thing, I just wrote diabetes because she gets, does di- she get diagnosed with diabetes in this Eight? season? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think she, just, she was either pre, no, she was pre and then she did get diabetes, I believe, or was just about something like that. And that's kind of all I have for season one. Yeah. Do you have anything else for season one?
0: Um, I have notes about her and Todd doing that dance for the parents in the backyard. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. I wrote that. I think she's she's a really good dancer. I, I, yeah. I was like, oh, good for you. I wrote down that I'm planning on joining a dance studio called Diva Dance, and I was feeling inspired not because not because I (laughs) was Not because I I was already planning on it because I grew up dancing too much like Whitney and I am looking for like a fitness thing that's fun yeah I can can like meet some friends I'm like in this new city I've well I've been here for a couple years now but um I need to meet more friends you know so
1: I like looked up this place and it's called Diva Dance it's called Diva Dance you better keep us updated when is your first class
0: Um, I'll probably take my first class
1: either next week or the week after I'll keep you guys updated. I am so excited for it. I mean, that sounds amazing. You better get some serious characters in there and you better report back.
0: Hell yeah. There's a brewery right next door. That's half the reason I picked
1: the studio. (laughs) Perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Little beer before, little beer after. Hey Um, guys. I, the only dance that I did when I was younger was ballet and I loved Mm -hmm. ballet but did I tell you about why I had to stop ballet? Did I ever I tell you this story? So. I may If I've said this on the pod before, I apologize. But I used to go to um, the local village hall to do our ballet lessons. And my mum took me one time. And I just remember all the all the mums were like... And there was no more ballet for, for Polly because the piano teacher, the piano player for our ballet lessons, who was a gentleman had been having an affair with our ballet teacher and they'd run away together. Oh my God. So there was no more ballet for Polly. I could have been the first five foot ten ballerina, (laughs) but um, it didn't happen. So it was the end of my ballet career. That was the end of my ballet career. That would have been a great TLC show. Um, So that was season one. It's season eight was like a going to another sphere. It was cuckoo bananas. She's surrounded by like all these people do on these reality shows. They end up with like an entourage. So we're now on season eight. She's got a boyfriend called Chase, who in the first episode becomes her fiance. Buddy is around, who apparently had a massive drinking problem and is now sober. So we've missed all this. This is what's been going on. Okay. I didn't watch much of this. I
0: was too triggered That's, by the COVID hitting. Like, oh I
1: yeah, I know. I, that was I fast forwarded a lot of that. So yeah. we're going into this now. Buddy apparently had a drinking problem, went to rehab or something, and is now sober. We mm. have her engaged. This all sets in Paris. She's engaged to a guy called Chase, and a dickhead of this this personal trainer. I didn't even write down his name. Who has been her trainer? Who she is? She's been doing weight training. And now he's in like business with her as well. And Buddy hates Chase, the fiance, and Buddy hates the personal trainer. Hmm. And she has a ton of like businesses now, like a very typical route of all these people that get a reality show. Am I jealous? Absolutely. Because they are making money hand over fist on like sponsorships and radio talk shows, all this stuff. So that's where we at with her. So it's a completely different Whitney apart from she weighs exactly the same. I'm not okay. saying that to be like a complete dickhead, but it's just like the we started this with her being like weight loss. I need to be healthy, but she's exactly the same, but she has this personal trainer. Okay. So we see them in Paris and I'm like, who are all these people around her? There's just so many people now. We go back. She has moved out of the parents' house. She's not living with this guy, Chase, her fiance, but Chase lives in another city. It's still in the same, where are we, Georgia? Yeah, we're Georgia, right? I think Most we're Georgia. The shows
0: are in Georgia, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah,
1: true. And um, he's on like the other side of the state and she's like in the middle, I believe. Okay. And um, he's got a bar that he works at um, or owns, I think. And so she goes, we're doing long distance relationship um she comes back to her own house this personal trainer just automatically you get a bad feeling off him and buddy like viscerally hates him and the personal trainer hates him and he's like he's just jealous because i'm close to whitney and he's still in love with her and blah 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 but buddy's like i've never trusted him i don't like him there's something really off about him and the personal trainer is a big friend of chase those two were friends before they met whitney how did she
0: meet? How did she meet the boyfriend? Did you say that through
1: the personal trainer? I believe through the trainer. Okay. I believe okay. yes. So we see her engaged. She's on top of the world. Everything's amazing. Then we see them going on this um, trip to the woods to a cabin, and it's Buddy. It's her. It's the fiance. It's a personal trainer. It's one of her friends who the personal trainer hooked up with one time. So there's like drama there. And Buddy is doing his part of the recovery where he has to make amends. And so this friend of Whitney's, I don't know who she is. I didn't write down her name, but he um, has to make amends to her because there was some drama that we've missed in these, you know, seven seasons that just I think he's spiraled whatever so the big story of going to the cabin is that Whitney's like buddy you're really touchy-feely with me and he's like that's always been our relationship she goes, you can't do that anymore I'm engaged end of story you can't do it anymore and he keeps like doing it mm. and she's like you've got to stop this it's making Chase really uncomfortable and he's like fine fine I will whatever and then they all go for like this walk and they're walking through the woods, whatever, and then it just ends up being like Whitney and and a uh, buddy, and she's for some reason they're like walking in a straight path, and there's this like downed tree, it's a very, very large tree, and she's like, "Oh, instead of walking around it, I'm gonna go over it, I'm gonna like challenge myself to like just like roll over it. It was weird, so she starts doing that and hoisting herself over it, and Buddy's like, "Why are you bothering to do this? Just like walk around it." She's like, "No, I want an extra challenge." And he's like, but this isn't a challenge. Like just walk around, like whatever. So you start getting into this petty fight and it grows and grows. And she's like, really, is this what you're doing with me? And it's all this old resentments coming up and the fact that she started the trip by being like, don't touch me anymore. You can't do this. And he's like, it's just ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? Who have you become? Rips off the mic, producers come in. I'm like, all right, I'm liking this. I like this. We're getting a mic removal. We always like a mic removal and producers coming in scene. Oh, yeah. Always love a walk off, love a walk off, throws the mic at the producer and walks off. And then Whitney goes in. So not only have we got a walk off and a mic removal, we get a hot mic take. Mm. Whitney goes into a room, forgets her mic is on. And is talking to her this other friend, going, he's just doing this again. Like he does it constantly, and I don't even know what to do about him anymore. And I'm telling you, he's like ruining his life, and he's ruining my life. And the producer and cameraman open the cameraman opens the door while they're still talking, and Whitney's like, uh, and she like turns around and stops the conversation. It was good. It was good. It was a very Bravo-esque hot mic moment. Um, so you're getting all this kind of stuff with Buddy and her and his personal trainer, whatever. Then we go and see the drama between Chase and her is COVID's about to hit. You, you see it kind of coming on. And she's saying, look, Chase, I, he's like, you need to come to my part of where are we going to live? Like, I've got this bar. You've got to come and live with me. She's like, I don't want to leave my parents. I'm close to them. I don't want to move to this. Side. But it's in the same state by the way but she's like i'm not gonna move over there i've already told you that i'm not gonna do that so she goes to go and visit him they go to the ocean they're playing with the dog the dog runs into the ocean she's like oh, da, da. the dog comes out she washes it starts to wash her hands in the ocean and her engagement ring falls off and she loses it in the ocean watching oh. this scene gave me so much Anxiety. She was only like ankle deep in the water, and she. It's a really murky day, and she puts her hands down in the sand to like wash them or something. And she pulls her hand up, and she's like, "My ring's gone." And then she starts going in the sand, and the waves keep going back and forth and back and forth, and the ring's gone. It was horrible to watch it. And then she goes onto the sand, and she just floods of tears. And he's like, "It's okay, it's okay." She's like, "I just lost my engagement ring." It was horrible to watch. Ooh, that, yeah. That. But not as horrible as what happens next. Okay. COVID's coming in. She goes back to her part of Georgia. We see a next episode. And out of nowhere, she tells us she gets a call from Chase, her fiance, who said a couple of months ago, it cheated on you. I slept with another woman and she's pregnant and I'm in love with her. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Sorry, what? Buddy's like, yes. Seriously. (laughs) So you see her kind of fall out of this, of just not being able to get off the sofa and just spiraling, and all of this. But the craziest thing about it all is the phone calls between them. So he calls her and she finally answers one time and she's very measured and she's going, so you, she's pregnant. He goes, yeah. And she's like, you happy about it? And he's like, yeah, I am. I'm expecting a child. <laughs> um, Okay. Um, Are you in love with her? Yep. I, you propose, you just, what you just proposed to me and he's like well it was someone that i knew before i met you and we just hooked up once that's how she got pregnant and i'm realizing you know and he's like you know whitney she's having my child so it is so gross to listen to these conversations and he's like i just want to see you one more time can i see you one more time mm-hmm. she's just like you well you are engaged and now suddenly, not only are you saying you don't want to be with me anymore, you're not in love with me anymore. You're completely in love, apparently, with another woman. And you're having a baby. And he's like, yep. What the hell? It is so awful to watch. And honestly, this is when it got me. She does go to meet him. They meet in, like, this parking lot. They're opposite each other. The co-regulations, whatever. He is just so nonchalant about, well, this is what happened, isn't it? So, yeah, she goes, you're going to be with her. Yep. And she just, and when Whitney said this, she goes, you know, you ended up with everything and I have nothing. And that was so true. Do you know he ended up in a relationship with her, had this child, married her and has another kid now. And carried on with his life, and she ended up with nothing—no wedding, no marriage, no child. What it ass. It was so dark to watch.
0: What do you What do you think about it? I mean, what do you think he was like seeing her the whole time, and just like, why was he I even with think Whitney?
1: That's the whole thing. I think he probably met Whitney. Thought, yeah, actually, maybe I could date her. I don't really believe he was ever in love with her. I think he got caught up with the show, with the money, with the fame. Mm -hmm. you got a camera in your face constantly. You're getting Instagram deals. You've got people coming to your bar. You're getting recognized. I think this was a woman that he probably loved a long time ago. And they met again as adults, as, as they were older. And they hooked up I'm sure more than once this resulted in a pregnancy and he was like actually this is who I want to be with and I found him on Instagram and he's happy as Larry two kids married to an L oh wow it is dark man poor Whitney it was really bad and after that it started to get like COVID episodes it was like three or four after that and I didn't watch those yeah no so that's all I have for that is there anything you want to add overall about all of this Kate
0: I mean I'm looking yeah I'm kind of looking at the overview of the season now because I'm like wait what else went on yeah um, I want to know what else Wikipedia
1: let's see Mm. she I want to know where she is now I didn't do that because I think they're on like season we did eight and I think there's like 13 season 10 seasons now
0: whoa wait it flips Whitney convinces Buddy to move in with her oh yeah he has a girlfriend girlfriend now, so yes. the tables have turned that's true oh my god okay sorry so there's
1: there's 10 I think
0: yeah 10 10 seasons 2022 season 10 Uh it looks like it got uh ended in October they don't have the summaries on this season damn um wow what a wild ride
1: um yeah i just so i don't know where she is now but i do know unfortunately you know her mother passed away and she's been dealing with that so it was um it was it was a much better um as and when i say better i mean it was there was it wasn't as vapid as i thought it was going to be there was substance to this entire show and i really appreciated that there was drama like serious drama with buddy and there's a lot of stuff i don't even know i may even do as a background show as a background show maybe go back and see what happened to buddy like what happened with this alcoholism and yeah i want to know about all of that
0: that there's probably a lot there. We talk a lot about how we think like if the show was ultimately a positive or negative impact for her life, would she be better off if she'd never been on TV and the video she posted
1: flopped or is this a better life for her? I think this, you know, when I look now and think of there's all the surface and great things she's got fame which she seems to enjoy she has money now she has independence mm-hmm. um but she's got all this other time with her mum that's been captured on film yeah. and I think absolutely how wonderful is that yep. I think that's great so I, I yeah I think it was a positive thing for her
0: that's a great point. I think there's that aspect for sure. I mm. feel like she's probably, she's probably gotten a lot out of connecting with fans that watch the show. Like I agree. Like she, she probably is really into that aspect. I would imagine. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Inspiring people with her dancing and all that. So. Absolutely. So we, I think
1: we have been missing this a lot, but we need to do our pounds of learning. I know what's, I, uh, what do you think,
0: I three eighty-two.
1: I would say great minds think alike, but it's more like two morons with a podcast think alike.
0: This was perfect. It was the number three eight. It was perfect. To. Absolutely, was I did I like
1: the- irate Absolutely. Um. Kate, I will, unless you found the email, if I ever did send it to you, maybe I did not. I'll just read this two lines of this next show. Okay. So guys, we've got our second show for Wheel of Shame. It was (laughs) called Outrageous 911. Okay. Three, two. While many 911 calls are a matter of life and death, these calls are some of the most outrageous calls you've ever heard. And all of them are real. I like to do a little bit of a giggle at the end. That was written so poorly as well. These calls are some of the most outrageous calls you've ever heard. (laughs) Um, I like to do a little bit of (laughs) show for laugh at the end because they love that in voiceover. So I'm just prepping for my big roles, baby, big roles. (laughs) Um, This, guys, (sighs) when Kate, you looked at it last week, you were like, it's one episode or something. I was like, oh, perfect. It was not one episode. No. I just was, mm, yeah, no. wishful thinking. One season from 2014, and it was reenactment. So I started to get excited. I thought, okay, yeah, we got 2014. We've got reenactments, and we chose episode 11, 12, and 13. The names of th- the the most amusing thing about all of this was just the names of the episodes. And guys, yeah. it was one season for a reason. Okay, we have. <laughs> Kid in the vending machine, scuba diving in a pond. The mailman is drunk, locked inside my car. They made my burger wrong. CPR on a bear, big flies and missing chickens, black magic and burritos, trapped under a buffalo head, naked truck push, the mean lady next door and asleep on the toilet. So, I I mean, we could stop there. For I, what you think the show is,
0: hearing all of those read out loud, I think those would be good writing prompts or something. Mm, like they're mm-mm. they're all very they they brought a lot to to my mind. I was like, oh, I was thinking all these stories. Like mm. they, that is the most interesting part because listeners, you start to watch the show and you realize it's not really outrageous nine one one. It's more like mildly interesting nine one one. Yes, that would and be the better title. It's stuff like this. Zach, this is my notes. Zach eats a salad. (laughs) To impress impress his vegetarian girlfriend, goes to the bathroom to call 911 because, quote, things are growing in his mouth. Turns out it's a canker sore from eating tomatoes, which he is mildly allergic to.
1: This is not what I was hoping for. It was not what I was hoping for at all. We had this Kid in the Vending Machine one is the first one we watched, okay? And what I loved about it, this show was made in 2014. And when they introduce all of this, they're like, Kristen, the date is da of May, 2014. And I was like, hang on a second, you guys literally slapped this together. Like all these stories, they give a date of when this incident happened and it was literally the same year. All yeah. of them are like the end of 2013 or 2014. And it's about a woman that's playing with their kid. She goes and has a shower. She comes out. The kid's missing, all right? The kid had walked across the road, gone to the bowling alley, got into one of those vending machines that you do like a claw to pick up cuddly toys. And then he was rescued from it. Now, what was the most cuckoo bananas? They tell this entire story, yet never tell us how the kid... Got into the vending machine. Uh, uh, it was never even discussed. I have, it, it is, uh, and the reenactment is not what we wanted. Like the reenactments no. that Kate and I like are people with like costumes we can still see, like, you know, the Velcro on or, you know, really, really poor miming or it, we didn't have anything. Poor props. props. props yeah. <laughs>
0: never forget the props so wow. I was also interested I was like how long is this shower like why aren't you like how did this all happen okay yeah so someone calls in someone someone calls in to just tell the dispatcher someone called me a dumb idiot someone's sees a UFO yeah um this one was kind of funny but also I thought about it and I was like I would be panicking uh, no. this woman named Melissa is donating some, you know, those big, uh, sort of metal. uh, Uh, I have a story about that. You put, uh, your donation, your clothes in there. Yes. Was doing that. She had a diamond bracelet on and it disappeared from her wrist and she thought it was in the bin thing. And so she started, you know, head first trying to find it, fell in, got trapped in there. I would freak out.
1: I have a serious story about that. I'm going to bring the tone down a little bit. Okay. If anyone has ever watched, there is a documentary called like 30 Feet from Stardom or something like that. And it focuses on the people on Hollywood Boulevard. If you're familiar with Los Angeles, on Hollywood Boulevard, outside Grauman's Theater, which is a Chinese theater where you have all the movie star handprints, um, you get actors such as Kate and I um, that uh, just guys remember... We left Hollywood, Hollywood didn't leave us. I just want everyone to remember that for Kate and I's acting career. We
0: we were very close to having our handprints.
1: Yeah, but we stepped away. We I stepped away. No, I don't need it. Was it was enough. Don't we it. don't need it. Yeah. So what they have there is they do have like out of work actors or just actors, whatever, people dressing up in different characters. So like Jack Sparrow, whoever that Johnny Depp character is, um, yeah. like Spider-Man, stuff like that, whatever. And And tourists come and they give, tourists give you like five bucks and you take photos with them, right? And people are in like full on costumes outside. It's just part of what's going on in Hollywood. Now, this whole documentary was featured on them. And it was a very poignant documentary. It was quite sad. It was people's reaching for fame and then doing this in Hollywood. It was very interesting. One of the people featured was a guy that had done it for decades, decades. And he dressed up as Superman. So he was an older guy. Yeah. And he did that. It was a real 1950s with the curl in the middle, like great end of his forehead, like perfect Superman. And he really lost his way in life. And he ended up, pretty much being homeless in LA and climbed in to one of those things and died in there. Oh my so God. I've completely brought the tone <laughs> down of this podcast. I'm so sorry, but oh. that's all I could think about. And it was oh. so, poor. it was so sad. That was the end of his life. And they think he was either oh. trying to go in there to get warm or get some clothes. It was very sad very sad but he was remembered in hollywood he's always been remembered that guy and yeah, yeah it it's very sad so anyway do um, crawling in these bins don't ever go into them. they're really you. serious you can get i mean people there are a lot of people that get trapped in there. So, so we're just seeing this like it's one episode after another and it's it's filmed like there'll be some reenactments all the and you're just listening to 911 calls Like it's sad. There's like elderly women that are just lonely. And then there's um, a man that was wasted in an electric scooter going up a freeway. Like that was quite funny. (laughs) But I mean, it's like two seconds of you going "Uh and then that's it. Like there's nothing. It was really painful. And all I can think about, as you know, whoever had to put their name to this show as director, what do you do if you're given this? Years, you need to pay off that film school debt. Like you yep. need to pay off that film school debt. So you take shows like Outrageous Nine One One in two thousand and fourteen on TLC, and you just cross your fingers and then change your name. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what you do. You
0: definitely have to change your name. I mean, there's. It's really. It's a really low effort show. I mean, mm. the reenactments are just like kind of a hint of what they're gonna go. Yeah, through. yeah. Um, they they're always saying. All the nine one one calls you're about to hear are real. Nine one one should only be used for emergencies.
1: Oh, they love that. Like, they love that show. It just had
0: hints of like a real show, but then it didn't deliver. Yeah. So, how many pounds of learning?
1: Yeah, so pounds of learning. I gave it. Uh, let me see. What I gave it two ten. I just went two ten, which was I know it's generous, isn't it? Yeah, it's
0: very generous. That's
1: actually really generous. But there was a couple. I like nine one one calls. Um, but this was no, it was not entertaining by any means. It wasn't even background. So I gave it to 10. I should probably have changed it, but I've said it now two I'll give it like
0: 25. 25.
1: There you go, <laughs> guys. Those were our two shows. My Big Fat Fabulous life and Outrageous 911. So now, guys, you know what it is. This is the first of 2023. <laughs> we are going to go and mosey on over. To the wheel of shame. Do, 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 do. Okay, guys, we are at the wheel of shame. I am going to tell you what just came to me right there, sister wives. Just going to say it, it just came to me. Okay, okay, just came to me. All right, Kate, what are you predicting mm. for Wheel of Shame? We have just to run through. We have some before the ninety. We have before the ninety days. We have ninety day fiance, thousand pound best sisters, uh, best friends. We have family by the ton. We have hoarding, buried alive. We have gypsy sisters. We have love at first swipe. We have my feet are killing me. We have Alaskan women looking for love, addicted to marriage. What do you feel like? Uh,
0: I I feel a bad relationship like mm. coming on. So maybe 90 Ooh. day,
1: something. Oh, be nice. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we have so much 90 day we and do. we did 90 recently, but hear me, love me, see me. What is that? find love live I don't know any of this Kate you pull up the um TLC website to make sure whatever we pull is going to be on there okay and we've got Dr. Dr. Pimple Popper Uh... we know what that is okay anyway fresh first spin guys of 2023 for the Wheel of Shame here we go three two one spinning all right come on let's get a good one I'm giving good vibes and pushing it out there pushing it out there pushing it out there and our first no you've got to actually be fucking kidding me sorry Dr. Pimple Popper are you fucking kidding me I literally just said it
0: no uh, <laughs> I mean I like
1: watching I okay. Uh, okay let's not be too down because yeah, it, 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 it's not look, gonna be
0: the worst we've seen. no it's
1: not gonna be the worst it's, it's it's skin stuff and I do like popping stuff so but it's weird. I just said that, and that's what we got. Uh-huh. So it is so in tune with us, this wheel of shame. Okay. Dr. Pimple Popper is our first show for next week, Kate. Okay. That's what we're doing. That's what it's we're been doing. So many
0: seasons. Okay. Yeah. Uh
1: I don't know. We'll we'll discuss that and put that what we're gonna watch. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll put it up on um our Instagram, uh Tender Love and Care podcast. All right, we're gonna spin again. Three, two, one, spin. Shh. I saw a sex sent me to the ER as well. Don't forget that. that one, I remember. All right, next one is. <laughs> oh God. <Okay. laughs>
0: oh boy. What is it? We
1: have two. Let me just say this. We have two very TLC shows. Pimple Popper, Doctor Pimple Popper, and the second one is Family by the Ton. <laughs> Wait, okay.
0: I've been interested in seeing what this is all about.
1: Check if that's I mean, on there. I think we know. Well, what I think we. About. I think we know what it is. Check if that's on there, because if not, guys, then we will always spin again. Because some of these shows get taken off.
0: Oh yeah, it's on here.
1: Two seconds. Okay. okay family by the ton and dr pimple popper to the, the, the you know the wheel of shame wanted to give us stuff that is very very tlc yep you know what i mean they wanted us to go in this year i'm okay like with start, this. yeah I'm, I'm okay i'm okay with this i feel like we're going back to our roots mm-hmm. i feel like classic. we're really yeah classic tlc like going back to our roots mm-hmm. so i'm okay with this um guys that's it for another week. So as a reminder, um, go back and listen to yesterday's episode, which is us recapping a uh, 90 day fiance happily ever after. Then on Friday, join our Patreon for only five bucks, because on Friday you will receive the extra episode that we record, which reviews a love without borders on Bravo, which guys, I can't, if you are not watching it, watch this show subscribe to our patreon five bucks a month and you will be able to listen to us because it is insane The show is brilliant and you'll get three shows from us a week all right i think that's everything guys we are gonna go and i'm gonna go and enjoy this rain and kate we have a lot of a uh, lot of tv to watch
0: we do i'm excited mm-hmm. thanks for listening
1: everyone thank you so much and happy new year and we're so glad you're joining us again Bye-bye. bye bye